Hello, and thank you for tuning in to the Chick in a Bag podcast. My name is Ty Daly, and we're continuing on with the ABCs of getting out of the bag. Today, I'm extremely excited to bring this latest episode to you. We're talking uh, today about fight, F for fight. What does fighting have to do with you getting out of the bag? Everything. You will have to fight to get out of the bag. You will have to fight to stay out of the bag. You will have to fight your emotions. You will have to fight the mindset of negativity. You will have to fight your thoughts that are poor against you. You will have to fight the thoughts and the words of others that are coming to bring you down. You will have to fight to get out of and to stay out of the bag. The whole purpose in life is that we are to achieve that thing for which God has purposed us to do in this earth realm. And all of hell is fighting against you. (laughs) Let me tell you something. The only one that gets tired is you and I. We weary, we get tired, but the enemy is not tired. He will fight you tooth and nail each and every day. And we need the strength of the Lord. We need the word of the Lord. We need the covering, the anointing. We need the fire of God so that we may be able to fight another day. No matter who you are, no matter where you are in this life, you will have to fight. No matter how much money you have, how much influence you have, you will have to fight. However, you may feel that your fight is lacking today. You may feel that you're overwhelmed and tired. You're tired of fighting, tired of the struggle back and forth, but you cannot give in. (laughs) You must continue to fight. Fight the good fight with faith. Amen. Look at 2 Timothy 4 and 7. This should be our, our desire in life. I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. This should be what we aspire to each and every day. I know for myself, before I leave this earth, I want to be able to say that with my whole heart that I have fought a good fight. I finished. (laughs) I finished my course and I have kept the faith. The only way you can finish your course is if you fight because The enemy will come against you to make you think you're not worthy, to make you not think you're, to make you think you're not qualified, to make you think you're not enough, that you would give up and not finish your course, that you will lose your faith and ultimately lose the fight for your life and your purpose. This fight that you're fighting is not a natural one, so you can't use natural weapons. It is a supernatural fight, for you are a supernatural being. Hallelujah. Once you have believed in Christ Jesus, you've already transitioned into eternal life, which means this physical realm, this physical world has no longer held you bound, but you have already translated into eternity with 
almighty God. And it means that even the life that you live here on earth, you are to live through the power of knowing who you are and whose you are. Your weapons are not natural, but they're supernatural. As a matter of fact, the Bible tells us in 2 Corinthians 10, 4 through 6, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations in every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ and having in a readiness to revenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. How can I fulfill the obedience that Christ has to my life if I don't have faith and I don't have fight? You must understand that your weapons are not carnal. They're not from this world, but they're from the supernatural realm. Almighty God, it says, but they're mighty. How? Through God. And how? Through the pulling down of strongholds. How are you going to pull down strongholds? You have to fight. You have to fight to cast down imaginations. You have to fight to cast down high things that exalt themselves above the knowledge of God. You have to fight to bring into captivity every thought, whether it's a thought of your mind, a thought of others, to the obedience of Christ. What does that mean? What does God have to say about a thing? What is God saying about me? If God is not saying that about me, I cast that thought down. I bring it into captivity and it must obey what God has said about me. We're talking about fight. You have to fight so that you can fulfill the purposes and plans of God for your life so that you can get out of the bag and that you can keep the faith and keep going. First Timothy 6 and 12 says, fight the good fight of faith, lay hold on eternal life, whereunto art also, thou art also called and has professed a good profession before many witnesses. We say every day, oh, I love the Lord. I trust the Lord. I believe, but are you willing to fight through that thing? Are you willing when the enemy comes upon you to eat of your flesh? To understand the word of God says, but they stumble and fail. You got to know the word. You're going to have to use the weapon of the word to be able to speak against that thing. As it's coming to destroy you, fight it with the word of God. Hallelujah. Ephesians 6, 12 to 17 says, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world. We wrestle against spiritual wickedness in high places. But look at this. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. Hallelujah. I'm glad that God doesn't leave us defenseless. He's given us armor. Hallelujah. Armor that is suits for the battle. Armor that is suit to win. It says, stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth and having on the blessed breastplate of righteousness and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, hallelujah, taking the shield of what? The shield of faith. Above all of these weapons, the most important one that you're going to need is faith. Wherewith ye shall be able to quench 
all the fiery darts of the wicked one. What are those darts? Those darts are negative. Darts are negative thoughts. They are naysayers. They are haters. They're enemies of destiny. But when you have the shield of faith, you know what God has said about you. Hallelujah. And that shield, hallelujah, those thoughts, they can't even come to you. They can't penetrate you because your faith stands before you. Hallelujah. As you're fighting to win the victory of the purpose and plans of God on your life, your shield of faith will will cancel the plans of the enemy. And then 17 says, 17 says, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Hallelujah. I'm telling you right now today that your fight will produce. Your fight will produce for you. Don't get weary in well doing. You shall surely reap if you faint not. Don't allow the enemy to take away your fight. I'm telling you, Every day, I have to wake up and make a decision that I want to fight for this life. Those that are in the hospital, they are fighting for their life. When you lose your fight, you lose your life. When you lose your fight, you lose your life. And that's why this particular bag is one that you have to become tenacious about. You got to be tenacious to get out and stay out of this bag. I'm going to talk about five ways to fight in faith. Five ways to fight in faith. Thank you, Lord. Number, and we're going to do it like this. We're going to spell out fight. F-I-G-H-T. And we're going to talk about those five ways. The first one is F. Face your fears. Face your fears. On the other side, of your fear is your victory. Hallelujah. Because I'm telling you that nothing shall be impossible for him who believes. So once you face that fear on the other side of your fear is your victory. Deuteronomy 1:21 says, "Behold, the lamb thy God have set the land before thee. Go up and possess it as the Lord God of thy fathers have said unto thee, fear not, neither be discouraged. You know, the number one tactic of the enemy is fear. He wants you to fear the unknown, fear what it looks like, fear what he just wants you to fear because he knows if he can make you act in fear, he can paralyze you. You will not move forward. But here God is telling you that you don't need to be afraid. You don't need to be discouraged, but you need to go up and possess the blessing. That's your victory. Deuteronomy 3.16, be strong and of a good courage. Fear not, nor be afraid of them for the Lord thy God. He it is that do it, go it with thee. He will not fail thee nor forsake thee. Hallelujah. Whenever fear tries to rear its ugly head, you need to move in faith and say, I know that the Lord, my God is with me. He will never leave me nor forsake me. He can never fail me. Hallelujah. Second Kings six, um, chapter six, verse 16 through 17. And he answered, fear not. For they that be with us 
or more than they that be with them. And Elisha prayed and said, Lord, I pray thee, open his eyes that he may see. And the Lord opened the eyes of the young man and he saw and behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire round about Elisha. You know the story in the Old Testament, hallelujah. When the servant of God was supposed, they were saying how they were gonna destroy him. They were gonna kill him, hallelujah. And his protege, his assistant was getting a little nervous, was getting afraid. Elisha said, don't fear. Don't you know that there are more that are with us? You need to know that today when the enemy is coming upon you and it seems it's like a flood. It seems like everything is coming against you. Don't you dare um, hold your head down and bow out. There are more that are with you. All of heaven is waiting at the command. Hallelujah. All you have to do is know that God is for you. And if God be for you, who can be against you? Hebrews 13 and 6, so that we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper and I will not fear what man shall do unto me. Hallelujah. You have to have that in your spirit, that the Lord is my helper. I'm not going to fear what's going to come against me. This is how you build up your fight. Can't you feel it? (laughs) Can't you feel your fight coming alive in you again today as you listen to the word of God that is preparing you to go forth in the battle for your life, the battle that he's called you for to further the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. We're going to go on to I ignite. I ignite. Ignite your passion for purpose daily. You don't have time to let it slip. Not one day. Remember every day, every moment, every second is precious. It is a gift from God. Don't allow your passion to, to, to dwindle because it's not being ignited. How do you kindle your passion in the word of God, in the presence of God, making sure that you're staying on the path that God has ordained for your life. And by doing so, you will be ignited your purpose, your passion for purpose daily. Uh, Second Timothy one through six says, where I'm sorry, second Timothy chapter one, verse six through seven says, wherefore I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God, which is in thee by the putting on of my hands for God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. I don't know who I'm talking to today, but I'm telling you it is time to stir up the gift of God that is on the inside of you, that you may be able to accomplish all that God has placed in your hands today. Remember who you are and whose you are. Hallelujah. We're going on to G. G, God is the guide. G, God is the guide. Pick your battles wisely. Just because you feel like fighting or you you feel wronged or you need to take revenge. No, 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 no. Seek God for guidance. He will always guide you into victory. Remember, David inquired of the Lord, should I go up? Hallelujah. Second Samuel 5 and 19, and David inquired of the Lord saying, shall I go up to the Philistines? Wilt thou deliver them into my hand? And the Lord said unto David, go up, for I will doubtless deliver the Philistines into thine hand. Even though David was a 
skilled warrior. Don't you know that he trust? He didn't lean on his own understanding. He trusted in the Lord. He trusted in the in the Lord's guidance, and that's what you and I must do. We don't decide, oh, I'm going to go and I'm going to tell, I'm going to tell them about themselves. I'm going to do this. No, 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 no. I'm going to inquire of the Lord. What direction should I go? You see in that same chapter later on, look at here. He told David, yeah, go up second Samuel 5, 23 and 25. It says, and when David inquired of the Lord, he said, thou shalt not go up. <laughs> this is why you must Ask God in your fight. It needs to be strategic. He's going to guide you to victory. Um, David inquired of the Lord here in this instance. And he said, thou shalt not go up, but fetch a compass behind them and come upon them over against the mulberry trees. And then a little later on, it says, and David did. So what did he do? He did exactly what the Lord told him to do as the Lord had commanded him and smote the Philistines from Gibeah unto thou uh, un until thou come to Gazelle. Oh my God. Look at that. The instruction of almighty God. He was obedient to the guidance of God, Isaiah 58 and 11. And the Lord shall guide thee continually. I want you to hear that. I want you to let that marinate in your spirit that in this fight, in this life, in what God has purposed and planned for you, the Lord shall guide thee continually and satisfy thy soul in drought and make fat thy bones. And thou shalt be like a watered garden and like a spring of water whose waters fail not. Hallelujah. What a powerful word. He will guide me continually. My waters will fail not. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for being my guide. And let's look at H. H. H for hold on. Do not quit. Hold on. Do not quit. Ephesians 6 and 13. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor. We talked about this of God that ye may be able to withstand. What does that mean? Stand. Be able to withstand. Be able to, 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 to brace yourself so that the attacks in the evil day and having done all, stand, stand. Hallelujah. You must be able to stand. Do not give up. Do not quit. First Corinthians 15, 58. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord for as much as ye know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. You see what happens is when you keep fighting back and forth, you get tired, you can get weary. But if you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord, it should do something in your spirit to keep you pushing forth. Hold on and don't give up. Hallelujah. And finally, we're to T, trust God and trust the gift of God in you. See, some of us, we can trust God, but do you trust the gift of God in you? Let's talk about it. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways, acknowledge him and he 
shall direct thy path. When you trust God, when you acknowledge him and put everything that, that plans before him, know that he is the one that's going to direct your path. Just trust him. Psalms 20, seven through eight, some, hallelujah, trust in chariots and some in horses, but we will remember the name of our God. They are bought down and fallen, but we are risen and stand upright. Hallelujah. You seen when people trust in their money, when they trust in their wealth, when they trust in their connections, when they trust in anything outside of God, hallelujah. But you who trust in the Lord, and when you see other people that trust in the Lord, no matter what come, what go, they will stand upright. Oh, thank you, Lord God. Thank you for your word. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord God, for being our keeper. Hallelujah. And then let's look at first John four and four. Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Hallelujah. You got to know that God resides on the inside of you and he is greater. Hallelujah. You must trust that greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. You got to trust that God is in you. You got to trust. You got to know that he is in you, that he's moving and, 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 and giving you everything that you need to fulfill his plans and purposes. And then our last scripture today, Colossians chapter one, verse 27. So powerful to whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Oh my God, Christ in me, the hope of glory. Hallelujah. Don't you know that God is trusting his glory in you? He trusts that you will bring forth glory to his name. All he asks is that you trust him and trust the gift of God on the inside of you. There is a gift. The Christ in you is ready to produce the glory of God through you. Hallelujah. Oh, Father, we just thank you this morning. We thank you today for for your gifts, Lord God, for your word, for your for, for the fight that you've given us to ignite forward and to just go forward in the power of your might. Hallelujah. And we just thank you right now, Lord God, for every brother and sister that are listening, that you have quickened their fight, that you set a fresh fire underneath them, that they will move forward with passion, that they will move forward in faith, that they will be ready for this battle and they will keep, keep moving forward until they're able to say like the apostle Paul, that I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course and I have kept the faith. Father, we don't want to thank you so much and we give you all the honor and glory in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Oh, I want to thank you so much for tuning in to the chick in a bag podcast. Thank you for all your love and support. I pray that you will continue to listen and share this podcast with anyone that you think it will bless. I love you. I appreciate you. And until next time, God bless you. Bye-bye.